Welcome back. Comes to you live from the Summerton Community Kailo Summerton, Philadelphia, on a beautiful, lovely first day of Reish Chaydash Adar. Adar Marbim Besimcha. And um, what a beautiful way to kick off the month of Simcha in such pleasant, uh, affable company over here. And it should be a month of Simcha for us, for all of us. Every day Simcha should be. For Klal Yisrael. For, for um, everyone. Everyone, Rabbi say For everyone. Um, and. And uh, we find ourselves in the middle of Simon Tezayin over here. We are mamish towards the end, all the way towards the end of the sixth parak of the fourth section of Derech Hashem, the section in which he goes through the uh, structure of davening, the structure, and and uh, and and um, procedure of what we're doing from beginning to end over the course of our davening. We spent a lot of time talking about shacharis. We went from shacharis to mincha. We went from mincha to marv, and that's currently where we find ourselves in, uh, in, in the evening time. The evening time of the day as we close the day, as we wrap up and round up the day over here. And uh, we left off. The Ramchal was, was uh, again using as a guide for understanding what we're doing at each tefillah. The length of that tefillah. The length of that tefillah is a guide and an insight as to what the tefillah is supposed to be accomplishing. Shachris gets gets the line share of the sitter. Shachris gets the, the 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 most of our attention, commands the most space, and we're doing the most. Therefore, during shachris, mincha is is much shorter, is disproportionately shorter, and Mayav is slightly longer than mincha. Again, we're not going. Um, with Chazar Sashat, so the repetition of the Shema Esrei, that's like uh, an additional matter. That's not technically part of the basic structure of davening itself. That's we put in the repetition is to is to the is 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 to be mighty to discharge those who can't daven on their own with their obligation. So we're not canting that in when in terms to when it comes to clocking the length of the tefillahs. So we look at it that way without Chazar Sashat. So Ma'ariv is much is twice as long as Mincha. Mincha consists of just. We have the whole Shema, the whole Shema program with the brachas of Shema and Shemon Esrei and Aleinu. So the Ramchal told us like this, just to get us back into things over here, bring us back up to speed. The Ramchal noted that the daytime breaks into two halves and the nighttime breaks into two halves. And our structure of davening begins with our day. There's also a very important Idea, a very important, a very important idea that we had last week that we have to um, bring up again as we uh, conclude the parak this week. And that important idea is that there's really two different days going on every 24 hours that don't entirely overlap. In fact, each one um, is is. Uh, exactly spaced halfway in between the beginning and the end of the other one. We have our day and we have Hashem's day. Our day goes from dawn to nighttime when we go to sleep. Our day begins when we wake up. We wake up, hopefully before dawn even, maybe, right? We're in an adventurous mode. And, um, and it ends when we go to sleep. Hashem's day is the opposite, very much the opposite. It begins with nighttime, with nightfall, and it ends with the, the, the next day... Um, the sunset of the next day. So Hashem's day is Vahi Erev, Vahi Vaikar. Our day is Vahi Vaikar, Vahi Erev, going from morning to night. Hashem's day is going from night time to morning time. Tefillah is something that we do. We're the ones that are davening. Tefillah is an exercise that, that, that we run, that we're in charge of, and therefore it's centered around our day. So our davening begins with our day, and our first tefillah is, is Shachris. Shachris is considered to be the first tefillah, 
which again, if you go from Hashem's perspective, really Mayur should be the first tefillah. The evening prayer, because Hashem's day begins with the evening, but tefillah is something that we do, not something that Hashem does, and therefore our davening day begins with our day, begins with Shachris. So Shachris is there to kick off the day. We, we are guiding the day into a brand new beginning. We are bringing down all the creational energy once again. Every 24 hours, we cycle through all the creational energy and activity of the first six, six days of creation. So we have to bring all that down. We have to access, summon that, and, 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 um, and provide it to the world in a, this concentrated burst of all the, all the kayak that went into the Sheshis and Mebreshis. So that's Shachras. Shachras is the kickoff. It's starting the universe off again with all of the energy activity and that's why we put so much into shachas, because that's where we're beginning things. Because that's the, in the beginning, so you have to have the whole six days of creation packed in over there. And, of course, we saw different approaches that Ramchal had earlier in this parak, the four sections of shachras, what the, the significance of the number four is, what we're doing in terms of the four levels of ascent. Ayin Sham, that, that we already dealt with uh, um, earlier in, in the parak. Now we're just again making the summary just to wrap the parak up and to bring the matter to its close. So, chakras is the kickoff. Mincha comes halfway through the day. The daytime, daylight hours, are broken down into two halves. Why two? Why not 12? Why not six? Why not eight and a half parts? Why the, what are the two halves of the day? So, again, it goes around the, the, um, the human activity that we have during the day. And as it's mamish reflected in the, in the capital of Baruch Nafshi, which we said this morning, we say, Rishchaydish yeitzah adam orev. Ramchal's quoted that pasuk a few times. Our workday is is uh, built around the daylight hours. Our time of activity is daylight. Nighttime, we're not active anymore. We go into inactivity. We go into stasis. We recharge for the next day. We're active during the day. Our day begins with the day, the daylight. And our active part of the day, which is the daytime part of the day, daylight part of the day, begins with that initial burst, that kayak, that energy, that we're just, we hit the ground running, we hit the ground with enthusiasm, we begin each day with a new burst of enthusiasm and energy and activity. And the second half is time to be organized, time to be focused, time to make sure that we're going to end the day, we're going to end the day, with the missions accomplished. We're going to end the day with all of the T's crossed and the I's dotted. And if it's a very good day, we'll have the I's crossed and the T's dotted also. We want to make sure we did everything right. That everything is, you know, everything that we set out to accomplish is being accomplished over here. So that's the second half of the day. That's what, that, that's what bifurcates the day into two distinct halves, the daylight time of the day. The daylight time of the day is hitting the grand running with a kayak, with an enthusiasm, with a knack, with a bread, and wrapping the day up properly. So mincha is there to make sure that we guide that initial burst to its conclusion properly. We guide the, 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 all that energy that we began with, enthusiasm that we hit the grand with, we guide it to its conclusion, and that's, that's mincha. And as we discussed last week, that's why halachically there's two different times that are equally ideal to that mincha that is a reflection of you know the the um, the, the, the behind the scenes what we're doing with mincha um, the guidance the conclusions you know there's the beginning of the second half of the day the end of the second half of the day there's equal arguments to be made for for both of those being appropriate times to have mincha but it's a guidance system it's a focus it's making sure that everything is really going to be done properly that all that energy is going is being directed Good. That brings us to nighttime. 
Nighttime also breaks up into two halves, and then we have Mayriv, and we discuss Mayriv as the first half of the night, but again, Mayriv is very interesting. Although Mayriv comes at nighttime, and nighttime is beginning the day anew from God's perspective, but it's bringing the day to its close from our perspective. So Mayriv is not a reflection of beginning to plant the seeds for the next day. It's not, because we're davening Mayriv. So it's the conclusion of our day, and it's saying like this, we know nighttime is is afoot right now. We know that it's the time of darkness, the time of Chayshich, and as we saw earlier in Der Hashem, with Chayshich, with darkness, comes an unleashing of, of Kaychas HaTomah, the powers of chaos and destruction are empowered now. Uh, it's a time that the Shechina is much more absent from the world, is not clearly seen or felt or palpable. We want to do our best, even as we approach this time of night and as we're about to go to sleep, to still bring in from the day, from that energy and that godliness that we brought down in the morning, to bring some of that into the night, to tone down, to subdue, and to tame a little bit these kaychas hara, the, 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 the powers of chaos that are there at night. We can tame that somewhat and subdue that somewhat. They shouldn't be as destructive as they're capable of. And that is Mayrif. And that's why Mayrif is longer than Mincha, because we're transitioning into a new zone of activity. We went from daytime, daylight, which is Rachman, which is activity, which is energy and enthusiasm, to nighttime, which is inactivity, which is us shutting down, the world shutting down, and the powers of, of chaos, Kaychas Hatumah, beginning to arise. So it's a whole new zone, that's why we need a longer Shemona Esrei, but it's not as long as Shachras because we're not really so active anymore. Shachras has to be very long because we're kicking off a new day of activity, a new day of energy, a new day of accomplishment. That's why Shachras is so long. We're kicking off a new day of creation. Myriv, the world is not being recreated now. The world is winding down from our perspective, but being that, that's on the one hand, that's why we don't have a Shachras. So on the other hand, it's a new zone. We're transitioning from one 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 extreme to another extreme, so we need to have a better guidance system for that, and we have to have a longer tefillah for that, that is Mayr. That brings us to the second half of the night. The day is two halves, the night is two halves, and now we're finally going to be able to address the question we asked when we began this paragraph, there should be four Shemona Esres, one for each quadrant of the day. What, why, why is it that we would transition from the first half of the night to the second half of the night, there's no more Shemona Esres. So the Ramchaz is going to tell us a fascinating idea. There isn't a Shemona Esres, but there is a Tefillah. There is a Tefillah that's instituted to guide the nighttime from the first half to the second half. And let's see that right now. V'ula. When it comes to going to the second half of the night. Like Havu Seder Lakoil. Chazal did not institute a program that's going to be required of everyone. They didn't institute a program. Shaloi latriya chasatzibor. To not burden the, you know, the greater overall community, not, to not give some people the tzibor, the community requirement that's difficult to live up to. Why would that be a difficulty? Because, you know, when we go from the first half to the second half of the night, that's generally it's in the middle of the night, and many people are sleeping then already. It's, the night is a time of of inactivity, of shutting down, of shutting off, and going to standby mode till the next day. If we're going to make this a requirement, it's it's going to be a, not a convenient thing for, to, to do for people. It's going to come at a time that that uh, people are generally, you know, in bed. We're going to have to schlep them out of bed. That is not a convenient thing for people. Um, note, note, the Ramchal is saying that Be'etzim, it would really be appropriate, it really would make sense to have a communal prayer established for 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 
that time of transition from going from the first half to the second half. It really would make sense. And this goes in line with our question. Our question was, if every day is divided into four quadrants and we're only transitioning from quadrant to quadrant and that's what the tefillah is all about, that guidance system is all about, about moving from one to the other. So um, there really should be a tefillah for the second half of the night, going from the first half to the second half. And the Ramchal agrees with that. His only reason that he's giving us in the meantime as to why we don't have that is because it's going to be a tircha the tzibur. It's because the tzibur, the community, can't, can't, he can't require that of the community. But it, it, it really would make sense. So, what do we do with the fact that it makes sense, but we can't require that of a community that is generally is already sleeping then? The matter was left at guidance system of making that transition successful from the first half to the second half, how to do that, what's that tzvila going to look like, that was left to individuals. Now it's the community to individuals, and which individuals? The chassidim, the pious, pious people that say, I'm going to be the one to take that responsibility. I'm going to volunteer myself to take that on my shoulders to be that person who is going to guide the universe from the first half of the night to the second half of the night. I'm going to remain up. I'm going to get up even. I'm going to go to sleep and wake up then. And take it upon myself to take that responsibility of that tefillah. Um, the Ramchal points out, and so, so now what's he referring to? Obviously he's referring to Tikkun Chatzos. Ramchal is referring to Tikkun Chatzos. We call Tikkun Chatzos. And yes, you can find this in the Siddur, in fact, Shlomo. It's there. It's one of these hidden parts of the Siddur. Uh, in Arzgal? Arzgal has Tikkun Chatzos. Really? Yes, I'm almost positive. Look, there's a thing of milk right there. I'm almost positive the art scroll has Tikkun Chatzos. And we're about to find out. Um, and if they don't, it's because, um, maybe because they misread, no, because the Ramchal says the Chasidim. Oh, oh, the Chasidim. So maybe the art scroll assumed that Chasidim means Chasidim. Um, let's hit the pause button over here. It's a new feature of WhatsApp I just with not just one, not just two, but three articles to doom over here. We have the article Nesach Ashkenaz, the Yitzchak Yoir. We have the article Nesach Svar, that's the Tefillah Shleima. And we have brand new, the article Eidus HaMizrach, that's Tefillah David over here. That's the, that's the Svartish Svart Sitter. And Rabbi Yisai, <laughs> Paint me, you can paint me red and call me a turnip. It's not here, but it is here in the in the Eretz Hamizrach. Our school left out Tikkun Chatzos from, from Yitzchok Yoyer and from Tefila Shleima, but in Tefila LeDavid, Tikkun Chatzos is there. But you have to know where to look for it. It's in the beginning of the day. It's the beginning oh. of the day. The uh, the Eretz Yisrael Tikkun also have in the beginning, not in the end, because they assume. You're going to sleep like David Amelch. David Amelch. Chatzis Laila Akum Lahaydois Lacha. Right? David Amelch slept 29 minutes, got it by Chatzais, and he was up the rest of the night. So Tikkun Chatzais in the beginning. So here in Tefillah the David, it's on page 6. Seder Tikkun Chatzais. It's right there. Right there. Um, but yeah, it doesn't seem to be in Nusach Ashkenaz or Nusach Svard. Um, and uh, again, the Ramchal did tell us that it's something that's instituted for the pious individuals, not for the Hamaynam. So the question is, 
Pais individuals that like to daven from an earth school sitter, where are they going to find Tikkun Chatzais? I guess they have to get Tfilah L'David. The Eidazah Mizrach sitter, or the Eretz Yisrael Dekah Sidurim, which also have it. Um, so, so uh, yeah, so that now that has been clarified and resolved over here. Um, Tikkun Chatzais is that Tfilah, that's the guidance system that takes us, that takes us, uh, from the first half to the second half of the night. And not only that, and, and it's, it's left to the Yechidim, it's left to the individuals, not to the Haimonam. And not only that, Meyer itself has an element of being um, not a requirement from the seaboard. Even Meyer, the Gemara says, Tfilas Arvis is Rishos. Is optional. So says the Ramchal points out something interesting. Not just Chatzois um, was left to individuals and not to the Tzibor. Mayrev itself, Be'etzim, is really the same way. Even the Tefillah of Mayrev, um, the evening prayer, the Gemara says is a Rishos, is optional. El the, accept, the difference being that although Meyer originally was optional, Kalaisrael accepted upon themselves, we made it mandatory. We accepted upon ourselves um, as an obligation. So we made it obligatory, although originally it wasn't. All the more so, which Kalaisrael did not on um, mass accept as an obligation, remains optional, remains something that's reserved for those select few, the pious people, that feel they're up to doing it. No, I was just going to speak this out as an interesting halachic aside. Um, a few months ago in our Sunday morning breakfast and learn program, we went through the whole sugi of Meir. What does it mean that it's optional? We mentioned there's two um, basic approaches in the Rishonim. Uh, uh, optional mean that it's really optional. We just we just made it obligatory, or it was not never really optional. It just means that it's easier for it to yield to other mitzvahs. It was Machlech's Rambam and Taisis. The Ramchal is definitely going with the Rambam over here. He's quoting the Rambam. That optional really means optional. Optional mamish. No one, originally, no one had a Davin Meirev. If you didn't feel like Davin Meirev, you didn't want to be a Meirev, you didn't have to Davin Meirev. But now everyone has to be a Meirev. Um, yeah, period. Okay, so so what do we what, what do we take away from this? Let's just the Rebbechal is now going to be in, in the final few lines of wrapping everything up for us. Um, we have an interesting take. The Rebbechal certainly wants to make it clear that that although every tefillah is there to guide us from one quadrant of the day to the next, in the four quadrants that the day divides down into, the two halves of the day light and two days of the nighttime, daytime and nighttime of the day, the daytime parts are required of every Jew. Shachris and Mincha required of every Jew. Mayriv and Tikkun Chatzais, the way that they're instituted originally, uh, they are not requirements, and Tikkun Chatzais remains something that is only there for the Yechidim. Haloi Dabruhu, very interesting, very, very interesting that it should be this way. What, what does this mean? What does this show us? And what's the significance of this? How does this help us understand better the structure of davening, the structure of the day? <clears throat> Why is it that although, again, tefillah is there to, to guide, to move the day forward, to transition the day as it develops from, you know, each quadrant to the next, that the first half is what's required, the second half is not required. But the answer does go back to what we, what we, what we spoke at earlier this morning in, in our summary, 
and the, the themes that have been running through this parak the entire time, which is our day and God's day. And the difference between our day and God's day, our day begins with the morning and ends with the night. Though God's day begins with the night and ends the next, you know, later the next afternoon. Tefillah is structured from our perspective. It means tefillah works around our schedule, our functioning. And the bulk of our avoid is there for the daytime because tefillah is about preparing the world, reading the world, letting the world accept godliness during the world's activity time, an active time, which is daytime. The world goes into standby mode at night. The world is no longer active at night. And the world goes into inactivity because the world's getting ready for the next day's activity. And God has all of his, his things that he's doing now behind the scenes. God is preparing to recreate the world, but the world is, is um, sleeping. That's right, going to standby mode to... to um, take stock of that day's accomplishments, and to refresh for the next day. That being the case, although the evening tefillahs are there to bring that burst of energy, that godliness, over from the day into the night, things begin to, we have like diminishing returns at this point, things begin to taper off and peter out, and we're talking about people that are no longer active, trying to bring godliness into a world that is inactive, that is in standby mode, Therefore, these tefillahs are not required of, they cannot, they cannot be requirements. They not, cannot be obligatory because the obligation of tefillah goes hand in hand with the concept of, 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 of you know, of us perfecting the world and fixing up the world, which is when we are active. We can't make nighttime tefillahs obligatory when us, we and the world are beginning to wind down and beginning to wrap things up at that time. Although we do see <clears throat> an application of tefillah, we do see where it can be put to use, and that is in subduing the kaychas hara, and that is in, in the, um, uh, you know, bringing still sparks of godliness into the dark. But being that the world is by and large inactive, and humanity is by and large inactive, it's no longer obligatory, our tefillah, because it can't be obligatory because it's outside, it's beyond now the scope and the nature of what our tefillah is all about, which is to, to maximize our activity. There's still an application we see where tefillah can be applied and can do something, and that's why there is room for it, but it has to be left, as Ramchal says, for the yechidim, for the individuals who want to take that that task on their shoulders and that, that take that responsibility on their shoulders. Why did Chazal decide to make Mayrev? Why, why, rather, why did Klai Yisrael collectively and communally decide to make Mayrev obligatory and not Tikkun Chatzois? So it's a further breakdown of what we said. It gets back to an idea that we said last week also, which is that the beginning of the night, although we're no longer active in the, in the sense of the daytime activity, but it's a time of it's a time of making the accounting and the summary of what I did that day to make sure tomorrow will be better. That's as I begin to wind down and wrap things up. I want to make sure tomorrow will be better. So that's Mayrev. Mayrev is the wrap-up and the roundup of today's activity. So that's something that all of Kleist are collectively, communally accepted upon their shoulders. That's what we do at, at Mayrev time. Um... And therefore, that can be made obligatory for everyone. We're all going to accept it upon ourselves because we want to make sure that we wrap up the day properly. After we come home, <coughs> we return home, uh, we want to make that chesh and hanefesh. We want to, you know, inspect and, and critically introspect 
make sure that tomorrow will improve on all of the lessons from today. But beyond that, Tikkun Chatzois, which is Mamish Smack in the middle of the night, which is only there to go from, you know, Midas Hadin to Midas Arachimim, etc. And no one's really, generally, all of humanity is now refreshing for the next day. That is not going to be obligatory. That's going to be left to the Yechide Segula. Okay, good. So that's Tikkun Chatzois. Um, there's one last chunk over here with one very small paragraph that we're going to leave for tomorrow, for the second day of Rishchidosh. And in the meantime, everyone have a wonderful day. A good Nechidosh to all, and to all a good Nechidosh, and a lot of Simcha for everyone.